0: Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
1: Today on the podcast, Zach, you're telling me you're going to be my life coach.
2: For too long, Dom, I have just been sharing my opinion of your life. I've been, like, in the stands criticising what's going on on the field. I need to get my hands dirty. Okay, I right. need to come down, yes. put my hand up and say, you know what, I'm going to coach this team and
1: we're going to the top. Well, the, the, the team's been languishing at the bottom of the ladder for so long now yes. and all the pundits are saying, look, if you're just going to sit there and criticise, do something about
2: it. And that's what I'm doing tonight, Dom. I'm getting okay. my hands dirty and I think, yeah, I have an idea that's going to make you a better person.
1: So, what area are we talking? What sort of what sort of fix are you bringing to my life? Can you give
0: me any hints?
2: Yeah, your paranoia. Yep. And I guess anxiety, a little bit of anxiety in there, and okay. just fear in general. You can help. You have a fear about a particular issue that I'm going to fix.
0: Uniting uni students all around Australia. This is Collective Noun. Zach, I've
1: come down with a bit of a cold today, mm. um, and something has happened which has made it pretty obvious to me that I'm overreacting to this cold.
2: Yeah, Dom, you are one of the biggest overreactors in the world. Well, just um, in general,
1: or about colds?
2: about sickness in general. We've said before on the mm. show that your school should have named the sick bay after you, the Dom <laughs> Fay Sick Bay. The Dom Fay Sick Bay.
1: That's still uh, patent pending. I'm hoping to get that happening.
2: You have said previously, yes, that the plastic chair in the sick bay room, yep. had a groove of your butt. <laughs> Because you were in no, there no, no. so often. It was
1: a plastic mattress, mate. And it was a groove of my whole body.
2: You are the only person <laughs> I would know that would have like their own car park at the GP. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're there so often. It's just cheaper to do it that way. You're the only person I know that could walk into a doctor's surgery yes. and ask for the usual and they'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> They're like, "Yep, Dom's back again." Well, he did, ha- he had a cough.
1: I did tell you recently that the uh, my local pharmacist uh, knew me by name now, and that well, that's not something you want to exactly. have. That's happen. not where
2: you want to be a regular. No, you no. know, down at the local cafe. Yeah, sure, <laughs> not picking up cold meds.
1: Well, so uh, when it, especially when it comes to having a cold, I am awful. I am like honestly, I wake up with a sore throat. And it's Armageddon for me. Mm. I will cancel events. I just need... I basically will hibernate for a few days until it's gone.
2: And I don't understand why. Because you've got a slight sore throat. Uh, people yeah, push on. Yeah,
1: I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it takes a... I, I wish I could push on. I honestly look at other people who push through them, and I can't understand how they're doing it. It really hurts.
2: You would be, like, the worst person mm. to, like, pretty much do anything with, actually. <laughs> Travel with. On? Go to war with. <laughs> be on a sporting team with, any type of environment where you're relying on someone else. You don't want to be with you.
1: Well, I might have had a wake-up call today. What happened? I went to the chemist to buy some cold meds. Now, you know I go a bit over the top on cold medication.
2: Uh, didn't you spend like over $200 last winter?
1: <laughs> yeah, that was uh, for the whole winter. That wasn't like for one cold. Anyway, I used up that stock. of. So I'm talking your echinaceas, your olive leaf extracts, uh, zinc tablets. These sorts of things. There's this black elderberry uh, like uh, medicine that I take. These mm. sorts of things, right?
2: You know they talk about you at the pharmacy. <laughs> like, what do you mean? oh, we're selling this guy all the rubbish. <laughs> he'll buy anything if you tell him that it'll treat a cold. He'll buy it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I am that gullible, and I just want the cold to be done. Mm. So anyway, I was at the pharmacy today. I dropped by to get my cold medications, and I was going through the aisles, and I filled up my basket with everything I needed. So I had, it was only $110 worth today. Oh, oh my God.
2: goodness. That's
1: to get me through the whole winter ahead. How Maybe do you clear. even
2: afford it. Uh, (laughs) This is like a large part of your income goes towards lozenges. I
1: dropped by the bank on the way and got a loan.
2: Oh my goodness. No,
1: this is to get me through the whole winter. So this will get me through the next few months, I hope.
2: It's an investment.
1: (laughs) Exactly. But I'm standing in the line at the pharmacy and I've got all these, like, I guess, cold medications in my basket. Yeah. And as I'm standing there, there's, I'm second in line. In front of me in the line is a mum with her daughter. And I would say the daughter was like seven or eight years old. So a young girl, right? And the the mum's picking up a prescription for something. And just as she goes to pay, she says, oh, honey, do you want me to get you something for your sore throat? <laughs> the seven or eight-year-old daughter said, don't be silly, mum. It's just a cold. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, okay, buys that prescription, walks off. And, like, and then I you rock up. up.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Any chance I can get a loyalty card on this olive leaf <laughs> extract? <laughs>
0: This is Collective Noun with Zach
2: and Dom. Dom, according to the latest episode of Gogglebox, Australia has a brand new sex symbol, and it's come from a very unlikely source.
1: So when you think sex symbol, usually uh, you would think, I guess, people like uh, the Hemsworth brothers, uh, I think, Hugh Jackman, maybe Delta Goodrum's a sex symbol. These are the people, you know, the the stunning people in in celebrity society.
2: According to the Goggleboxes, is that what they're called? Uh, Sure. Apparently Steve Price, the radio shock jock, the guy from the project, the guy from I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, is Australia's latest sex symbol. Mm. 26-year-old Angie said, I think Steve's sexy. It's so sexy. He's so beautiful.
1: Now, uh, initially, I wondered if Steve Rice had paid someone off to say this. Because Steve Price is probably... If you ranked up everybody in Australia, Steve Price would probably be near the end of the line of sex symbols.
2: Angie wasn't the only one, Dom. What? Simon said, he looks like Mick Jagger. Oh,
1: uh, What? <laughs> He looks like Mick Jagger would be one of the greatest sex symbols of all time.
2: Well, apparently Steve Price is up with that, Dom. What's your problem with that? He's an angry old man. He's a little bit pudgy. He's
1: like, this is my comparison for Steve Price. He's yep. like your angry opinionated uncle at Christmas Day lunch. That is who, if you don't know who Steve Price is, in fact, you know what? Your angry opinionated uncle at Christmas Day lunch probably listens to Steve Price's radio show.
2: He does do an AM radio show. Yes. and I wouldn't imagine there were that many sex symbols <laughs> on the AM band,
1: but maybe. It's, I mean, who knows? He's very political, very opinionated. He's just a he's a cranky old man. I don't know how he is a sex symbol.
2: Well, either way, though, dumb. Um, Channel 10 has really jumped at this. They've seen an opportunity. What they want to leverage it. They oh. want to cash in.
1: So that so they're thinking he is a sex symbol. They're agreeing.
2: Well, what they want to do is they want to cash in on this publicity. Okay. So they have coming up the next season of The Bachelor. Oh, no. After Steve Price has been revealed as a sex symbol, dumb. Oh, no. You should hear the promos they're running. Introducing your new bachelor Steve Price
0: Give an old bloke a break
2: Steve will do anything for love
0: I've jumped off bridges, I've had foul smelling stuff tipped on me I've ate rubbish that would kill a normal man and kill a dog Just
2: don't ask him about his ex-girlfriend
0: She was a bogan and she just had an annoying laugh and kept talking about herself Steve
2: Price is the bachelor in 2017 We must be an absolute laughing stock, what a joke that is Coming soon to 10.
0: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: Dom, I am going to become your life coach.
1: Okay, well, this is exciting for me because what you're a few years older than me, yep. you're married, you've uh, had actual jobs before, unlike me, so I need your help.
2: What I would like you to do yeah. is to pass me your mobile phone. Your (laughs) mobile uh, (laughs) telecommunication device.
1: Well, hold on. Yes. I liked the idea until you said that. Why do you need my phone?
2: I'll tell you in a second, but it's important that you don't have it around you. When you're giving your opinion, because I think it might influence your opinion a little bit. So just pass it over here. I'm on the other side of the desk, so we're going to have to reach.
1: It is. It's locked, so um, that should be fine. Don't worry.
2: I will not send any messages from your phone. (laughs) It's just going to sit over here.
1: If you smash my phone here, if that's
2: what this thing is. No. What I would like you to do, though, is describe what's around your phone.
1: Okay, I put a phone case on my phone. You're right.
2: It's a huge phone case.
1: Uh, well, okay, I've got an iPhone, like one of those six pluses. So it's a oh, large la-di-da. phone. Okay. No, it's a large phone. And yes, it has one of the, I think it was like 20 or $30 from one of those those shops in the middle of shopping centers, one of those cases.
2: Now, what I noticed the other day when we were in the office yes, and I was using your phone for something mm. and I tried to pass it back to you, mm. I went to throw it a very short distance. <laughs> And you completely freaked out. We were on carpet. Yeah. It was about two meters. Yes. And you were like, no, 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 no. Don't well, throw it.
1: I should clarify. So I had a phone case on it last year that broke and I went around with it without a case for a while and it took me a few weeks, only a few weeks until I dropped it and had a screen smashing. So I am very protective of that phone now yeah. and my, because I know I'm well aware of my lack of coordination.
2: What I'd like you to do is have a look at my phone and describe what's around yes. it. Yes.
1: Okay. You don't have a case on your phone. It looks more stylish. I'm sure it fits into your pocket easier than mine does. Well done.
2: Dom. Yeah. This is what phones were designed to look like. I'm not taking the case off my phone. No, like. this is the natural order. Yeah. This is how they're meant to be in the wild. So, <laughs> you have your phone in captivity.
1: Are you saying that if I can't be trusted to have my phone without dropping it, I, I don't deserve a phone?
2: Your phone wants to run, Don. <laughs> it wants to be free. Have you seen Free Willy? <laughs> have you seen yes, Free Willy? Great movie. What your phone is, is yeah. Free Willy the Orca. Okay. What your case is, is the pool that he's in. He just wants to be free.
1: And you're telling me that in some dramatic moment here, I can play the kid who helps him jump over the rock fence and get into the ocean.
2: Um, It's going to be a little more severe than that. (laughs) Oh, no. I think you need to confront your fears. I think the only way you can get over your fear of breaking your phone is if we really confront it and hit it head on. Well, hang
1: on a second. I mean, you know that uh, an iPhone is not cheap. You know a screen replacement costs a lot. I'm not due for an upgrade for some months yet. I think a year. What are you planning here? What are you suggesting?
2: Well, just a few meters away from the studio is a balcony. What I would like to do is I would like to be on the top level of the balcony. Oh, Zach, no. (laughs) And I would like to broadcast live as I drop your phone off the balcony and you catch it below. (laughs)
1: In the case or out of the case?
2: Outside the case.
1: Oh, Zach. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's, like, that's the most terrifying, because this is, like, that phone's like my baby. You know nobody can be without their phone. Yes. You can't do this to my phone.
2: Well, Dom, I think what we do in these things is, like, it's exposure therapy. What we try to do is we get you to confront your fears, and once you've confronted them, once you take that catch, mm. you'll represent everyone across Australia who is paranoid about breaking their screen and when they see you do such a great job of overcoming your fear dom Mm. oh the the feeling that's going to come across this country yeah but but, but... the the, everyone will go arm in arm together (laughs) and we'll go we won't need cases anymore
1: okay but what if you wanted to confront your fear of skydiving and the parachute didn't open there's a bad outcome here which is that i don't catch the phone and the screen smashes
2: do you think you'd be capable of catching a phone from a balcony It'll be dropped, not thrown, so you can position yourself underneath.
1: Do I have a say in it?
2: Um, well, that's why I asked you to pass <laughs> in the phone at the start. <laughs> I've basically oh, got a hostage geez. now.
1: Jeez, this is—I'm not a coordinated person. No, you're not. I was last picked in every sporting team in my childhood, so this is—this is, um, is going to take a miracle.
2: This is exciting. Oh, Up dear. next, we're setting Dom's phone free. Are you paying for it if this breaks? Like nature intended. <laughs> we'll talk about that afterwards. Short answer is no. And Dom, on behalf of everyone who's afraid Uh, of breaking their phone, you're going to represent them up next. uh, And we're going to make some radio history.
0: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: We are currently broadcasting from the balcony of the radio station, We are overcoming fears, we are being life coaches, and we are seeing Dom become a real man.
1: Uh, Zach, I am up on the the balcony at the station with you. You've told me that you're not happy with my phone being in a case. My my nice iPhone 6 Plus, you don't think it should be in a case anymore. Not
2: only a case, Dom, but you treat it like it's the most precious thing on earth. You treat it like, you know, in Indiana Jones, (laughs) where he like... He like gets that thing. I don't even know what it is, the lamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, it's just as if this is like the most beautiful thing that you've ever come across. Okay. So what we're doing is we're out on the balcony, Dom. I'm gonna ask you to walk down. You can go now actually. Yeah, okay. You make Head your down. way to the bottom of the balcony. It's about oh, it estimate a ten meter drop onto straight cement. What I have in my hand is Dom's phone. I'm gonna drop it, and all going well, Dom right. will catch it ten I'm meters down here, Zach. below. Oh, down I can
1: under see the balcony. Tom? I don't entirely know. Oh, this is quite a drop, Zach. I don't want to drop my... Oh. It is actually
2: a lot higher than <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs>
1: and it's, a, it's, like a, what would, it's like a gravel ground here. It's asphalt,
2: yes. Uh, 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 can you,
1: is there anything that can change your mind on this? I really don't back no, my coordination this is
2: for your own good. After we go through this, uh, and you'll see that you can even drop a phone off a balcony, and it won't break, you'll see that you won't need your case anymore. And if it does break, what happens then? Uh, do you have insurance?
1: <laughs> you could have asked me that Yeah, we should have sorted now. that out earlier But I think we won't
2: We won't cross that bridge yet Because I feel like It's going to work
1: Does this count as wear and tear? Uh
2: I don't think so Okay, All Dom right. What I'm going to do You have now seen your phone
1: Yeah Oh my gosh
2: I'm going oh, to Hold it out can, we,
1: can I get out, please? Oh, this is terrifying
2: Come underneath, Dom I can't throw that far Oh my gosh Okay, what I'm going to do is On the count of three Oh my me. goodness I almost dropped it accidentally <laughs> <laughs> On the count of three I'm going to drop your phone uh, and hopefully, Dom, yep. you're going to catch it. <sighs> okay. How are stupid. you feeling?
1: Uh, I've probably never been more nervous in my life, Zach, because my whole life is on that phone. So.
2: Are you ready? So I'm going to do off. three, two, one, and then I'll say drop and I'll drop oh, it. Oh, okay. jeez. You might want to hold your arms out. Okay, let's get it over with, please. Okay. No, hold your arms out to catch it. What I'm, are you doing? You
1: won't catch it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for the overhead mark. AM oh, my style.
2: goodness. Are you really putting your hands over your head?
1: Uh, no, that's stupid. I'll go for the chest mark.
2: Okay. Cool. You tell me when you're ready. Cool.
1: Um, let's just get this done, please.
2: Three? Oh my God! Two! One! Drop! Yeah! We got it! <laughs>
1: <him>! Come on! <laughs>
2: It was not a pretty catch. He went to the ground. There was a fumble. I thought it might have hit the ground, oh. but he's caught it. And that is the greatest sporting moment of your life, Dom.
1: Oh, what a, you know what? If they play that in slow motion, all that matters, Zach, is that it was caught before it hit the ground.
2: People across the country, anyone who has their phone in a case, today you have experienced Dom face his fears. He is no longer paranoid about breaking his phone. And I feel like, Dom, you're a better man.
0: You've set me free, Zach. You've set me free. This is Collective Now. With Zach
1: and Dom. Zach, it's time for the game that anybody in a car can play. Where did you come
2: from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? We want to know. 131060, if you're on your way home at the moment, give us a call by asking three questions. We think we can guess where you've been.
1: Uh, Stephanie is our first contestant tonight. Stephanie, I've got the first one for you. Uh, How long ago do you think the place you were in was built? Uh, Maybe about ten years ago? (laughs) 10 years It's newish building Zach Newish building
2: It's not super helpful Because you want no. Either new Or old Don't you Yes you do Okay Stephanie uh, Did you eat At this location Yes Okay, yes okay. to eating Did eat there ask- Can I ask What did you eat uh,
1: leftover
2: pasta. Left- oh, leftover, leftover pasta. pasta.
1: I don't know many restaurants that serve leftover <laughs> pasta.
2: <laughs> you should get a discount for that. That'd be good. Oh, what
1: a great idea. Yeah. Leftovers should be on the menu. Um, so I think we can rule out an official eatery mm. if it's leftovers. Um, uh, hmm. Stephanie, what did it smell like there? Um,
0: like... Really, aircon? I don't
1: know. Okay, she's well, clearly not a strong smell. Clearly, Stephanie's been at work. I think that's my first guess. But but can we be more specific than that?
2: Well, we have to be. We have to guess the building.
1: Built ten years ago. She had leftover sp- uh, was leftover spaghetti. Was it pasta? Pasta and smell of aircon. I'm thinking, and I don't know if we've had one of these yet, but maybe she works at a servo. I was thinking
2: special? that as well. We have guessed that incorrectly before, but a this might times. be the first <laughs> servo caller.
1: Stephanie, do you reckon a servo?
2: No, I don't. Oh,
1: come <laughs> on. What, what was? was it? I work in a pharmacy. Close. Oh,
2: pharmacy.
1: And Jeez. shout out to all
2: the pharmacists <laughs> out. Doing great work tonight.
1: Uh, Dominic is in Melbourne. Uh, Dominic, Zach's got the first question for you.
2: Dominic, do you keep a change of clothes at this location? Uh, yes, I do. You do keep a change Excellent. of clothes.
1: Okay. Uh, Dominic, how much do you earn per hour to be there?
2: Uh, about
1: $60. Sixty dollars. Oh, Jeez, okay. 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 So it is work, unless change that's a change
2: clothes. Sixty dollars an hour. Maybe it could be
1: the casino. You could, you could, maybe he's a very good gambler.
2: Dominic, what is the temperature of the building? Uh, it's about twenty-three degrees. Twenty-three. That's air And that's aircon. Effective aircon as well. Okay. So what we
1: need is a, the type of workplace act where you keep a change of clothes and you earn six, sixty dollars an hour is a pretty good wage.
2: Yeah, that's a I good have wage. absolutely no idea. Mm. Um. Well, I have a vague idea. What do you think?
1: I wonder if Dominic might be a cop. Would cops earn 60 bucks an hour and you'd have a change of clothes there because you'd have your various cop uniforms,
2: it, I'm guessing. It could be. I was thinking chef.
1: Chef's not bad. At this time of night, chef... Oh, Zach, I'm going to back you in. Dominic, are you a chef?
2: No, not a chef.
1: Uh, what was it?
2: A police officer. No! Ah!
1: What? Are you Dom! kidding me, Dominic? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh. oh, well, Zach, I don't want to say that you no, I
2: didn't take that away. It was your choice <laughs> to go with that.
1: Oh, jeez. I geez. just suggested another thing. Well, Dominic, while we got you on the line, I want to report a robbery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've lost that point. Oh, jeez. And Dominic. <sighs>
2: I know this is hard in retrospect, Yes, but I want you to back yourself um, if you have a hunch like that.
1: <laughs> good call. All right, well, we'll see what one chance to get a point tonight. Uh, Alex is in Melbourne. Alex, uh, wh- I want to know where you've been. Uh, what were most of the people there doing? Um, they are playing a game. Playing Ooh, a game. That's Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Second one, Zach.
2: How many people there were wearing a uniform, Alex? Ooh. Or a jersey?
0: Oh, um, I would say about maybe 10, 15. Okay. 10
2: or 15 wearing You're a jersey. Playing a game or a uniform, or it a could uniform. have been. sorry, that's true.
1: Um, hmm. <laughs> Alex, what was the average age of the people there?
2: If you had to take um, a punt.
0: If I had to take a punt, I would say about 35, 30.
1: 30 to 35.
2: Do you know what I think, Dom? Yeah. yeah. And I'm happy for you to shut this down. Yeah. Could it be the netball? The netball. Ugh. Sporting event? That's true. There's about 15 on the court? Do you mean social netball or the professional league? I'm thinking professional league. Is the prof- I don't think they play midweek, Zach. I think they're
1: a weekend. Okay. Thing.
2: Sorry, well, I'm not up to date <laughs> with my netball.
1: <laughs> I reckon Alex has been at a social sports game, and I didn't back myself last time. Okay. I'm going to overrule you. What's,
2: well, what, you got to know the location.
1: Do I? As in the exact type of sport? Well,
2: is it a court? Is it a field?
1: Alex, have you been at social netball?
0: Um, no, I haven't. <laughs> no, come on. What was it, Alex? Um, I was playing billiards, and they were having like a competition going on. And uh, the jerseys.
1: <laughs> okay, billiards. We were never going to get that. Was yeah, there was no
2: way in the world <laughs> <laughs> we were ever getting that, unless someone amazingly came up with uh, the question. Did you use a cue? <laughs> I don't think anyone was going to ask.
0: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: Dom, you have to be so careful when you purchase something online, especially mm. when it's coming from somewhere, you know, your Ebays, your gum trees. Yes. Where it's not an online retailer. Yeah. People can put up whatever they want.
1: That's true. Are you talking about you won't get what you, you thought you were getting or that the quality won't be as good as you were thinking it would be? What
2: what specific area are you talking? Mm-mm. It does fall into that category, I think.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'll tell you what's
2: happened to my friend, right? Yeah. He has bought a brand new designer lamp. Okay. Do you know these ones that are like... um... They're like very industrial and, and you know, that like the fashion now is to have like the exposed bulbs. So right. they look like really old fashioned. So, Basically they don't finish the lamp. Yeah. <laughs> like it's half done and you purchase it for a few hundred dollars.
1: You'd see these every year on the block when they're doing the block yes. renovations and they want to make the apartments look trendy and new. They put these, these like exposed lamps in there.
2: He's bought one of them. He's seen them online. He spent between 200 <laughs> and $300 on it. Oh, geez. See, for rule one that he's
1: broken there is don't buy electrical goods online. That's, really? That's a rule I go by. Okay. Yes. Don't buy electrical. goods online.
2: Okay, so he's purchased this, it's come, he's opened the box, it's come in like a very plain brown uh, box. You know, like a very, you know how it's like cool to just have like plain cardboard? It's very like indie, it's very minimal. He's like, cool, okay, (laughs) I can trust this. Puts it up in his house, looks great. His friend comes over and he goes, oh dude, awesome lamp. Oh, this is going well so far. He goes, I got the same one. And he goes, and what a bargain, hey. Oh no. And he's like, what? He's oh, like, no. no, no, no. It was like two, $300. And he's like, no, dude, those lamps are $29 at Kmart. Oh, no. <laughs> and he goes, well, well, no, 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 no. Like, maybe they have a knockoff yeah. version of my, like, designer one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, my friend's looking at it and he's like, it looks pretty similar to me.
1: What a markup.
2: They went over to the box. Yeah. This box that was plain brown. They turned it inside out. It said Kmart on it. Oh, no. Someone online. Had bought all these Kmart lamps, turned the boxes inside out, and is flogging them off for three hundred bucks.
1: That is unbelievable. I mean, uh, part of me wants to be mad, another part is impressed.
2: You're, you're getting some ideas. Well, how wa- you're going to head down to Kmart <laughs> with a wad full of cash?
1: He, how audacious, right? Like I can understand uh, the idea of, of buying something cheap to get a markup, but what, or, like, to mark it up that much ten times is absurd.
2: Well. You have to commit to it, don't you? You If do. you're going to pretend that it's designer... Oh, my God. See, because, like, if you're going to fake a Gucci, yeah. right, you either go $4 That's or 4000 That's you know, true. Because if you go in the between, people are going to, you know, the questions are going to be raised. So has your friend reached out to the person who sold it? Has,
1: have, has the trail gone cold? What are they doing?
2: Uh, no, he's just hoping that anyone who hasn't seen it in Kmart <laughs> <laughs> thinks that it's one of those expensive ones <laughs> off the block.
0: This is... Zach
2: and dumb. This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News.
1: Making Out of Context News tonight, Ed Sheeran revealed the last time he went to the toilet. Uh, three nights ago? Three nights ago?
2: Yeah. Which is good. Also, Justin Bieber spoke about fighting with journalists. Uh, I want to do it for a
1: long, long time. I'm not going to do it when I'm, like, 50 and stuff, but I'll probably do it as long as I can. And Donald Trump revealed how many people he's offended.
0: I would tell you, I think I'll soon be over 50 million people between Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and, you know, the different things. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: Dom, I think you can learn a lot about someone from their internet search history. That's why we do this.
0: This is Dom's Google
2: History. Each week, Dom, I go through your Google history. I pick my favourite Google searches, Mm. and you have to explain to the people of the country why you Googled what you Googled.
1: Now, this started out as a weekly segment on a Monday night. This is now the fourth week in a row that there have been enough funny Google searches for a double helping.
2: I think that you're interest. Uh, sorry, you're googling some weird and wonderful things, Dom. <laughs> okay. And I think the country should know what you're googling.
1: All right, let's get into the first one for this week.
2: Uh, Friday, eleven forty-two p.m. How do boats
0: float?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so I was watching some news report about how there's this new. Like, aircraft carrier, which is coming uh, to Australia. Or it's near Australian waters. I don't know what the story was. Yes. Now, have you seen how big the aircraft carriers are? Uh Uh-huh. It's like an island, a concrete island.
2: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Now, my whole thing I learned about what floats, it has to be light, doesn't it?
2: You think that's the first big ship that's ever existed?
1: (laughs) No, I was just looking at it, and I was wondering, how on earth does that not sink to the bottom of the ocean? What? No, seriously, Zach. This would have been like, like. But it doesn't matter what size football. it
2: is. That's not really a it's part of it. It's
1: massive. It's all football field size of concrete. Like, it's absurd.
2: So you thought they went? They would have gone to all the effort of building it. <laughs> no, no, no. Spent a millions and <laughs> millions of dollars, and then they'd put it in the water. It would just no. sink to the bottom. They go, oh no, we forgot it was meant to be
1: light. <laughs> What an oversight. (laughs) I knew it obviously had a way of floating. I just wanted to know what that was.
2: Uh, Okay, what happens when you Googled it? Did you learn about displacement? I did, yes. (laughs) Did did you see that or did you just guess? Uh, Michael and I were having a chat about it the other day, actually. Buoyancy and gravity.
1: Yeah, basically it has to displace enough water uh, when it goes in to work. So Mm. still don't really understand it. It's
2: not about being light, though. That's the main thing. (laughs)
1: Similar to aeroplanes, I'm just going to trust that it works.
2: Yeah, that's the same thing. Do you think they're too heavy? (laughs) Just don't even get me started on please. <laughs> okay, Thursday, six oh nine p.m. When you lose weight, where does it go? <laughs> that is a
1: great question. You got to admit.
2: What did you think happened? It just dropped off. I that did. you'd wake up in the morning and you'd find a sack of flesh next to you.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know what happened, right? Because there are people who lose like 50, 100 kilograms, mm. right? And, and and where does that pass out of your body?
2: I know that you've had some. Uh, medical issues recently with being diagnosed as celiac. Yes. Which has resulted in some rapid weight loss on your (laughs) end. Is this what's spawned this?
1: Well, I've lost like 15 kilos, Zach, and I was wondering when I googled this, I got a good result on the scales, and I was Mm -hmm. wondering where has that weight
2: gone? I'll ask you a question. Yes. How do things usually leave your body? Ah,
1: you'd be wrong. That's not how it works. Uh, Do you know where the weight goes? Yeah, that's Where? what
2: I said. How do things usually leave your body?
1: Uh, well, okay, now I'll ask you, what do you. How do you think the weight leaves your body?
2: Uh, in two ways. Yep, it would go through faecal matter. Yep, and it would go out your mouth.
1: It is out your mouth. It's almost a hundred percent. You breathe out the weight you've lost. How weird's that? So if you breathe a lot, you lose more weight. I think is what they're saying.
2: No, that's not true. <laughs> the last thing you googled was Saturday four thirty p.m. When do you kiss on the cheek?
1: All right. Uh, Okay. I brought this up a fair bit on the show already. You know that I've recently started seeing somebody, Zach, and I was meeting her parents for the first time on Saturday afternoon.
2: Oh, (laughs) Uh (laughs) see, I knew it would be date-related. I thought Mm. that you might want to know when you should kiss your date on the cheek. No, no. But this no. was about the parents.
1: This is about the, the mother, right? Because I was like, I don't, I, I don't have anybody in my life who I would greet with a kiss on the cheek. Really? Relatives? Aunties? Mm, I'd have ones who'd kiss me on the cheek. I don't often kiss back. But but I, I guess my thing was, do you do it when you're meeting somebody's parents? I don't want to seem rude, but I the the worst scenario would be to go in for it if she's not expecting a kiss on the cheek.
2: Well here's the first rule. Yes. Whatever you pick, yep. commit to it. You don't want to be caught <laughs> in the half hug, half not hug situation. Because that's, that's awkward. Yep. Secondly, I don't know what Google said. Yes. I would think yep. meeting your partner's parents after what, like three or four days. Yep. Probably wouldn't go for the kiss. That's what Google told me.
1: And I, <laughs> I'm glad it did because my plan was to go for it. So. Oh, so you, put, you didn't do it. <laughs> Google saved me
0: from a lot of oh, embarrassment there. Yeah, because so.
2: that could have been really awkward. <laughs> could have
0: been. Uniting shift workers all around Australia. This is Collective Noun. Zach, it is
1: week three of the uni semester for most people who are studying um, mm-hmm. at the moment. And I was chatting to a friend of mine who's studying a commerce degree today. And he told me something that happened in his lecture uh, this morning that, look, it sounds pretty... Crazy, if I'm honest, that this has happened. I want to get your thoughts. You've done unprofessional, uni, unprofessional to the absolute highest degree. <laughs> Now, you've done uni.
2: Uh, A large part of it, yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, both of us, uh, we we didn't decide the whole uni experience was worth
2: it. We just want to keep our options open. (laughs) Don't want to commit to getting a piece of paper.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So, I think you'll agree this is a bit nuts. So, it's week three of this commerce degree, second year class, and he's sitting in the lecture. When the lecturer completes the normal class and says, by the way, we've got good news for all of you, right? Which is always, you know, when a lecturer says there's good news, that's exciting. And then the lecturer says... We've had some chats and we've decided to stop running these in-person classes. Just follow your textbooks for the rest of the semester and that will be what the exam's based on.
2: What do you mean follow the textbook? Like read the textbook?
1: Yeah, they were going chapter by chapter, I guess, by week in the textbook. Going chapter by chapter in the classes and like with other content as well. So he's saying, we're not going to do the classes anymore. All the info's in the textbook. Just read this and then in June we're going to do an exam on it.
2: Yeah, well, that's ridiculous because you're paying a lot yeah. of money to be at uni.
1: Like, no, no, no. That's Yes, I get to sleep in on a Wednesday, but I'm paying to be here. Mm. Is that not absurd?
2: Absolutely absurd. It's like <laughs> they've been turning a real uni into like, what's like the distance ed uni? Yeah, exactly.
1: But you haven't chosen to do that. It's what it's like. It's like a, a taxi driver, you know, saying, good news. I'm dropping you off here. You get to walk the rest of the way. <laughs> <laughs> That is all we've got time for on the show tonight. If you do want to hear the whole thing back, uh, search for Collective Noun on iTunes and you can get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 11.
0: Bye. (laughs) That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.